This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Surewinder.com. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. What's up, guys? It's Ryan with Torsion Talk Podcast, and today I've got Daniel with Sin Jim on with us. How are you today, Dan- Daniel? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, today's show is going to be a little bit about, um, we're going to talk a little bit about snail mail, is mail dead, um, and all the different options that are out there. So uh, before we dive into Sin Jim and what Daniel's got to offer, which I'm a big fan of, uh, I first want to touch on a couple of things that we've tried and some ideas uh, and kind of give a little bit of background on some other options. But I want to spend most of the show talking to Daniel about Sin Jim because I think it's going to help you guys out a lot. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I early days when we had more time than we had money, I felt like uh, strategy was everything. So we had to maximize our time to generate the dollars that we wanted. And so when we sold a door... Uh, it was nice and it was in a neighborhood that didn't have already replacements. We would take a picture of that. We would um, order some uh, every door direct uh, papers, get them designed. You have to bundle them up in hundreds, drop them off at the uh, at the place there and it's and, you know it's a whole route. So it's not even like it's not even like the neighborhood, right? It's just you kind of hit the whole route. So you may be spending more than you even need to. It was pretty affordable, but you had all the resources that you had to put into it. You had to go through the print process. You had to go through, you know, getting them shipped to you. And then you had to go through bundling them up in hundreds. Then you had to go drop them off. And uh, everything had to be just right or they would kick it back. And and it just was a little bit of a cumbersome process, but effective, right? So we we did get phone calls from that. And it was a, it was kind of this... um, this routine we did where we, we sent those out, we put a sign in the yard and we went door knocking and, uh, that was effective for us in our early days. Uh, I feel like if you're going to do direct mail, it needs to be super focused, super niche. Um, it needs to grab people's attention because there's so much junk that comes in the mail these days. Uh, one thing that I'm not a huge fan on just for my business, I know some guys do really well with it is the coupon packs. Uh, the coupon companies, are great for being able to drive costs down because you're going to have like uh, 50 to a hundred companies buying into this one envelope. Right. So they're, they're doing the print, they're doing the envelope and you're, you're going out. Uh, as you guys have heard in the past, I'm not a coupon company. I don't really play that game very much. Uh, so um, I know it's effective for some people. Um, but what you're looking at is you're looking at highly competitive leads, um, that are price driven most likely because you've trained them to be that way with all the coupons and so is everybody else. So when people are opening those up, they're looking for what kind of deal can I get? Um, you know, if that's your customer, that's great. I'm not saying it's bad or good or whatever, but it's just indifferent to the way I do things. Um, so if coupon packs work for you, more power to you, they obviously work. Uh, we got, you know, neighborhood garage doors is pounding those things nationally. Not, uh, and so, uh, they obviously are, are making money off of it or they wouldn't be doing it. So Q 
coupon packs are, are, you know, not my thing, but I know they work for others. I've tried them. Um, and then I just got mad uh, when every time someone called in and referred to our coupon because I don't want to be a coupon company. So, uh, and then you got list companies, right? Where you can go out and you can buy lists. Um, and you don't really know, like, is that list up to date? You know, are the, the people still live there? You know, is it all homes? Is it apartments? And, you know, there's some pretty good list companies out there. I've spoken to quite a few. Uh, some are even in the print game. Um, they'll drop ship some stuff to you, but it's it's um, it's a cumbersome process because you got to piece everything together yourself. So doing that in-house can take quite a bit of time. And so I'm not a huge fan of that for a door company. Um, and then before we jump into Send Gem, I'll talk a little bit about big data. And, um, and Daniel, you may have some information on this. I don't know how much you know, but uh, you know, everybody knows my background is uh, technology and software. And uh, I played a lot in the Silicon Valley um, space, hanging out with those guys. And uh, I still remember talking to one of those guys one day and he told me, he's like, dude, if we wanted to, I could pull up just about everybody who visited your local Home Depot, um, you know, within the last 60 days. And, uh, and, you know, like they're tracking you on your phones. And, you know, if you wanted to cross reference and say, hey, I want everybody who's been to Chick-fil-A and Home Depot in the past 60 days. And I want to, I want to target those people like they can make it happen. And it's unbelievable the amount of data that's being, uh, uh, tracked through our phones and given to these big data companies. Um, you know, they can tell you a lot of information behind the scenes, uh, including places you visited. Uh, so with that all being said, and I hope I didn't blow through that too quick, but I'm trying to get to the meat of the interview, uh, because I have a, an expert here, who plays in this space every day. Um, and so, Daniel, thank you for joining the show with Sin Jim. Tell us a little bit about how you got started with Sin Jim. What is Sin Jim? And, um, and then we'll jump into uh, a little bit about your product and how it works. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Ryan. Uh, so a little bit about my background. It's kind of a crazy one. So uh, went to school, got my engineering degree, uh, was on scholarship for the Air Force. So I had to join the Air Force after, was a military officer, worked in the space program for five years, uh, got out, uh, went to business school, joined a consulting firm, consulted in corporate America. Like all of that basically led me to like, hey, like this is too slow and bureaucratic and like I'm really entrepreneurial. And like, it just didn't fit my personality type. I had fun, but like, I just wanted something faster, like probably a little bit more uh, risky in the sense of like, you know, opportunity for me to, to do better. Um, and I ended up uh, getting connected with a number of guys who invested in this company, Sengem. And uh, I did a little bit of kind of consulting, if you would call it that on the side with them. And then eventually they just said like, hey, there's an opportunity to lead this business. Would you be interested? And I said, Yes. I mean, I was looking at that time for a way into being an entrepreneur and I felt like this was a great stepping stone. So that's kind of how I uh, got where I got. Um, I loved your intro and about all those different things. Those are things that our customers ask us all the time. would be happy to talk about any of those. But Syngym is essentially a, a marketing platform that uh, makes it easier for small business. Like we know that you, as a small business owner, you're super busy. And the last thing you need to be doing is like you said, dealing with a local printer and then packaging stuff up on the weekends and like, you know, trying to follow the post office rules right. and 
and things like that. So we try to make that process of like what, what you described, make it very easy with a few clicks of a button. Can we personalize the card? Can we automate it? Can we, uh, you know, do implement best practices with direct mail, but just make it really easy through technology. So we do that. And there's really two things to think about us when we do, we talk about Syngym. There's the, the first thing is we generate new leads for customers, which is what you were talking about doing. But even more effectively is just marketing to your existing customer base, uh, you know, different products and services, getting them to, to use your services more often. Those are the two big things that we do. So hopefully that wasn't too much. No, but, it's perfect. Uh, that's kind of the rundown. And I want to talk to you about that because I'm a huge believer in, in uh, you know, reaching out to your existing database uh, here. Well, twofold. One, my marketing company, we do email newsletters and some of our clients, if they're big enough, we even do like um, company email newsletters uh, where they'll send us like who's the top salespeople and, you know, who's got birthdays and, you know, company information. And we'll send that out to their employees. And people love that, right? Because they get featured, yeah. it's communication and you're big and new things are happening. So it's easy for things to get overseen. But on my door company, um, you know, we send emails out to our existing database and it's great. I mean, like every time, uh, we actually have it go out and it looks like it came from me. Uh, so people will actually reply to me and they're yeah. shocked when I write back. Right. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, thanks for replying. Yeah. CC <laughs> my office and they'll reach out to you to schedule your appointment. And they're like, wow, I can't believe you. You actually sent the email. And I'm like, well, didn't actually send it, but it looks like I sent it. Right. And they replied right. to me and I responded in a timely manner. And so um, it's just one more little thing that you can do to kind of give that wow factor. Uh, but I, I'd like to just chat with you because I want to be convinced otherwise. I feel like when I look into sending direct mail to our existing database, it's really hard to justify the expense. Even mm -hmm. though I know those customers are like my best customers, right? Yeah. I, I know that I'm hitting them with email and I'm, I'm, I'll, you know, we push really hard to get those people to like our Facebook page and then we'll run uh, Facebook posts and target people who like our page. Give me some stories, give me some information on um, how it's been beneficial for other companies who have targeted their existing database. Yeah. So we have a, a really awesome tool. We call it voicemail bomb, but it's essentially a ringless voicemail. Uh, and you may have heard of it, but for the listeners who haven't, basically what you can do is you can record a message like this. Hey, this is Daniel with ABC Garage Doors. Uh, I just want to say thanks for being a great customer. I'm reaching out to you today because we have a special on X. And if you're interested in that, uh, all you have to do is give us a call or text us back in the next 14 days and uh, that offer will be good. So I'd love to hear from you. And thanks again for being a, a customer of ours. Have a great day. Right. And you can blast that out to your customer list um, or segments of your list. And we're getting companies with like a 20 to 30 times ROI on that. Wow. So you spend, you know, a hundred dollars on that, you're going to generate $2,000, $3,000 of, of work for yourself. So um, marketing to your existing customer base is, is extremely valuable. Right. When we talk about things like email, email is effective. And I would never say someone should not do an email marketing campaign, but what happened in like, you know, 
as email became a thing, right? Like direct mail was the way to advertise like back in the day. And like mm-hmm. our parents probably put like ads in the newspapers for their businesses, right? And like no one does that anymore. Right. And then email became, uh, our direct mail became uh, effective. And then as email came on the rise, uh, email was extremely effective, right? Like that's how everyone was communicating. Yeah. But as of like the last few years, email is getting less and less effective Text because you've messaging. got- messaging. What's that? Text messages and instant messaging, like the internal messaging systems yeah. and stuff have become kind of the way. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and so like email filters are getting super strong. Like, I don't know if you have a Gmail, I have a Gmail and like, I have three boxes, right? Just by default on Gmail. I'm not like a wizard or anything, but like every promotion goes to one box and like, yeah. I don't ever even see them. So, you know, email rates nationally are going, open rates are going down. Um, and mail is actually making a comeback. Hmm. So we've got to look at different ways of getting to people. Uh, mail is one of those. And I'm not I'm like, again, I'm not an advocate of only doing mail, but you right. should be doing all of these things to help your business. I agree. So um, what are like, let's talk about the, the cost of shipping uh, direct mail. Cause there's a lot that yeah. goes into it, right? I mean, you got the print, you got the people actually driving out there and dropping it in a box, right? Uh, you know? So like, uh, I, I, the nostalgia of, of mail is great. You know, I think it's, um, you know, people checking the mailbox has become a tradition. You know, if you don't, it just overflows and falls out. So, you know, <laughs> you gotta go get it. So, so I love the psychology behind it. All right. And everybody likes to get stuff in the mail for them. Uh, especially if you do it right. Um, but if I've got a database of 10,000 customers, right. Um, approximately how much does that cost me to send out like a Merry Christmas card? And then out of that, you know, is that like money spent where we are going to get a return? Is it like email where we just kind of get a couple trickle in and we stay in front of them? And, and what's the overall value versus the cost? Yeah, great question. Um, so it all depends on the intent of your marketing piece, right? If you're just saying Merry Christmas, um, I would say you're probably going to get your money back. And we'll, let's talk about the price too. So to start with the price, uh, we're looking at anywhere from like 62 cents per piece to uh, 74 cents per piece. Let's call it 62 with our system. Okay. So you know, there's other ways to go out there. Like you said, you could lick the envelope yourself. You could, you know, run it on your home printer and get that cost down yeah. with an automated system like ours. You're going to be able to do that in a few clicks at roughly 62 cents a piece. Now that's going to include though, all the printing. So double, you know, sided color printing on a nice you know, professional printer. It's going to include a UV coating. So that plastic coating that makes your card look really high quality, weatherproof uh, front and back. That's going to include first class mail. Um, let's see, it's going to include all the taxes and you're not going to have to do anything, right? Like you push the button and it's going to go. Uh, so the time too, like you mentioned, time's a huge factor when people reach out to us and say, hey, um, like how come you're twice the cost of what I could go do it myself? And I think, well, like if you have a worthwhile business, like your time should be worth at least like $100 an hour, maybe yeah. more. Um, and like how many hours did you spend like, you know, putting stamps on or going to the printer or dealing with the printer and bundling them? Like you said, like, I mean, that stuff becomes a nightmare. I hate doing stuff like that. But, uh, from a cost perspective, so let's say you sent out to 10,000 people, you sent out one card 
and you spend six, you know, what is that? $6,200 to do that. That's expensive. Um, but you know, I don't know what the average ticket in your industry is, but let's say, you know, you get $6,000 of work back, you know, was it worth it? Maybe. And again, it depends on the, what you're targeting too. Like if you have an offer on there, if you say, Hey, we're running a special on this, or you're marketing a specific high margin service, um, like those things can be, can be really, uh, powerful and, and generate a really strong ROI. So it just depends on what your piece is made for. Um, and, and you might want to subset your customer list, right? Like you've got 10,000 customers, but how many yeah, of them great. like are your high dollar customers? Right. So maybe we send out 3000, uh, you know, there's that whole, uh, what is it like called the Pareto rule where it's like, uh, uh, 20% of your customers will generate 80% of your revenue. Yeah. So like, let's find that 20% that really add value to your business or, or, or make you a ton of money and let's send out to those and, and thinking about that being super targeted. Yeah. I call them champions. We're, yeah. we're always trying to find out who in our database is a champion and who's just a customer. Uh, yeah. We try to do our very best every job to turn everybody into a champion and, you know, communicate with them. Uh, I remember when I first started doing email newsletters, I would like get offended when people would like unsubscribe. I was like, Oh my God, this long list of unsubscribes. I'm like, and I'd scroll down I'm like, do I know any of these people? And then like I go in the system and I'd be like, Oh my God, I bonded with that lady. Like I can't yeah. believe she unsubscribed to my email newsletter. And it was funny. Now I'm just like, Oh, okay. Well, freaking 20 people just dropped off. But you know, it, it's uh, the people that are still on, you know, thousands of people on there. And they're getting my email newsletter every month. And, um, you know, I get, we just sent another one out uh, yesterday, I think it was. And I've already got, you know, two or three jobs from it. And these are people that are already in our database. Uh, you know, they're, yeah. hey, you, know, you guys installed a door for us two years ago. And my motor just went kaput. You know, we've been just dealing with it. And I got your email newsletter and thought I'd reach out. That's freaking great, right? Like, that's why you stay in front of those people. Because otherwise, they obviously didn't have your phone number readily available or didn't see the sticker in the garage. And so they're going to go online and, and they're trained to find the company like they found you. So maybe it was Google AdWords or it was Google Local and you're not there anymore or whatever. Someone's above you, then, you know, you may lose that customer. But we retained them because of that. Well, let's talk about uh, copy and content because you brought up a good point earlier about um, direct mail and the intent of the mail and uh, what you put on there, because I'm all about psychology. Like I believe that you should think through everything when it comes to marketing. Um, you know, who are you targeting? Why are you targeting them? And what message are you sending? And, um, and what are you looking for in response to that? And so um, when it comes to direct mail, I don't think I've ever done a phenomenal job of because I'm not a coupon guy. And every time I've like done direct mail with somebody who's an expert or like, okay, now what's your offer? And I'm like, dude, I don't really, you know, I got 0% financing. They're like, okay, that'll work. What else? Cause that's not enough. I'm like, I don't know, dude. And they're like, well, you know, we had this other company that did $29 tune-ups and I'm like, bro, I'm losing my ass on that. I don't really want to do $29 tune-ups. Do I have to? And he's like, well, that's the type of stuff that gets these people's attention. And I'm like, well, maybe I don't want these people's attention then, you know, like, yeah. so it it's, I want to hear from you because you guys have obviously figured it out. You've got tons of templates in there. Um, you know, I think uh, I'd like to hear some from you about like, what have you found other than coupons that grab people's attention when you put them in direct mail? 
Yeah. So you're doing one of them, uh, like you talked about personalization's huge. Okay. So you gotta, you gotta personalize it. So if they see their neighbor's house on the front and the card says something with the copy, like we just work for your neighbor or we just replaced your neighbor's garage door. We'd love to help you too. Like how powerful is that? And you're like, Whoa, that actually is my neighbor. That's crazy. Right? Like yeah. if you're flipping through the junk mail and you see your, your house or your neighbor's house or the entrance to your gated community, um, on the front, you're going to think, wow, like that's going to take an extra second in direct mail. That's what you're trying to do. Like, yeah. can I stop them for a second to actually make them look at the card? Um, so that's one thing the, the offer is big with direct mail. And I'll tell you why, because with something like Google, that's intent based, uh, search, right? right? So the, the person is, has intent to already hire a garage door person. They already know I need a garage door person. I need them today. So I'm going to go to Google and now I'm just choosing which company to use. Right. right? And it's a lot easier to get there, get them to choose you uh, without an offer that way. Now, if you're just sending it to their house, they might not know they need a garage door tune up or they might not know they need to replace their garage door um, or they might not actually need to replace their garage door. But the idea with direct mail is that we're going to make them aware of our services so that when they do need it, they will choose us. And that's another huge component of direct mail is multi-touch, right? Because the chance of them needing your service when you send that first postcard is really small. Yeah. Uh, and, and they may need the service, but they may not be ready, right? So like you've got to hit them when they're ready and when they need it. And so you'll see like a lot of the big companies that are really effective with direct mail, they're sending a card every month for right. you know three months, five months, a year, um, and, and knowing that, Hey, this is going to pay off in the long run. But a lot of people that have, don't have success with direct mail, they'll send one or two cards and say, I didn't get anything. Well, that person was just getting familiar with your brand and they were, you know, going to need a garage door in two months, but now they're going to Google. Yeah. So that's another big thing. So the multi-touch, the personalization, and the, the last big thing that I'd like to talk about, uh, well, I guess we talked a little bit about copy too, but the last thing is social proof. Um, what are you doing to show, to, to like prove to your, um, Just your recipients? Yeah. To validate that you're a good yeah. company, right? Because it's so easy. It's a review culture. You go on Google now and you can easily see this company has 400 five-star reviews and let me read them. And right. Like you lose that with direct mail. So how do we replace that? One is by saying we worked for your neighbor and your neighbor's house is on there. That's proof, right? Like if my neighbor did their research and hired you, then you're probably good. So putting personalizing it and putting your neighbor's house, but also like how powerful it is if it just says, check out our five-star reviews, uh, you know, and has a little five-star review logo or Google, Google five-star reviewed or over 500 five-star reviews, something like that, yeah. that provides them that social proof and says, now you don't have to go to Google and search and possibly click on one of those other ads or look at whatever else is out there. Like we're validating that for you. So that's another thing that can really impact your, uh, your response rate. Yeah. I think, um, the, the relevancy and, um, the frequency I think is important. It's very similar in like radio and television too. Right. So like if you're running display ads, uh, radio television, it's all the same theory. It's the, the copy and it's the relevancy and, um, the repetitiveness. So staying in front of them and just, you know, blasting them. A uh, couple cool stories. I had a guy, it's actually a previous customer of mine, um, on next door. He posted a complaint. Um, he said, you know, like he was, he was basically complaining on next door 
about a next door ad. Um, it was a nation's bank or something like that. I don't know. He was like, Oh my God, how many times do I have to see this ad from blah, 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 blank bank, you know? And he's like, it's so irritating. You would think that they would distribute the ad out, you know, to everybody and not just show it to me like every single time. And I'm like, Oh my God, it worked. Like it was literally advertising. Yeah, for them. You literally just gave them a plug. Like they probably love you, even though they'll never have you as a customer. They <laughs> love you. Um, and then I had, uh, I had a conversation last night with a local business owner here. He's a, uh, he's thinking about coming on board for our marketing company. And he's, uh, he said, Ryan, you know, I've had great success with Facebook ads and, um, He's like, you know, we, we, uh, I keep playing with them, but he said, I, I, he does ceramic. I don't know if you're familiar with ceramic, um, coatings for cars, but it's like 1500 to two grand. I know, you know, like, uh, I am just like, you know, I want to do it. I told him, I said, I want to do it. I just don't think I can afford to do it. I said, where are you finding these people with $1,500 to wax your car? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, he was like, you know, I got a customer, paid uh, $1,600. And he said, they just contacted me like two or three weeks ago. He said it was from an ad I ran and shut down back in July. He reached out to me and he was like, it was one of those like weird conversations where like, Hey, how much is this? And he's like wrote back and nothing else really happened. Well, the guy like, I guess kept the information and then like reached out to him and was like, Hey, and he was like, where did you hear about us? And he's like, you and I spoke on Facebook back in July. And he's like, wow, that's crazy, right? But when I think about stories like that, I always think about direct mail um, because yeah. I think, you know, some people always have that drawer where they, like, grab stuff like that and stick it in there, um, like the old southern lady. I always think of that when it's this. Um, and then, you know, magnets, like, they'll stick them on the, the refrigerator, you know, if we ever yeah. need the garage door thing, you know. So, um, you know, the tangible paper, that's why, like, when I send something out like that, I want it to be so beautiful and so nice that you feel guilty throwing away almost like an iPhone <laughs> box. I've got like eight yes. iPhone boxes. Yes. Nobody wants to throw an iPhone box away because it's so freaking nice. You're like, Oh my God, this box is so nice. Right. And I, so I got like eight iPhone boxes in my closet, in my office. So like, that's what I want my direct mail pieces to look like, you know? And so you got to invest in that and you got to make it look good in my opinion. But uh, tell me a little bit about y'all's experience with this and any add-ons that you could yeah. uh, share with this. I love that too. Cause I feel the same way. Every time I buy an Apple product, I'm like, Oh, I can't throw the packaging away. Right. It's just, it, they spent too much on this, but in reality I paid like an arm and a leg for it. Um, yeah, no, that's, that, that's a hundred percent right. And we have stories like that all the time. People are like, Hey, my mail campaign didn't work. I'm like, well, how long did you send it? I sent it like a week and a half ago. And I'm like, we get people calling saying, Hey, we, you know, I had a customer call me and say, they got my card like 12 months ago. Is the offer still good? Right. And it's because they, they liked your card. They thought you were a good company. They liked the offer. They just didn't need it right now. So they right. saved it. Um, and, and that's a hundred percent true. The other thing I think that that's a, a really good point that you kind of bring up is that lead attribution, right? Like how many of us are diligent about tracking where the leads came from? Cause I'll I think that's them. really, really important. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, a lot of people will say my ads, my, 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 uh, cards aren't working. And I'm saying, 
okay, well, let me walk you through this. A lot of people will get a postcard, me included. If it's a business that I might want to work with, the first thing I do is go to their website or I Google them, Google, right? Yeah. And then, then what do I do? Well, if I like them, I might fill out their contact form. I might send them, a, uh, I might call them from their website. I might uh, have come through a different avenue instead of calling that call tracking number on your, your card. So it's really, really challenging to attribute all your, you know, your marketing to one source, especially when it comes to direct mail, because our first inclination is let's look them up. Let's make sure they're legit online. And then they contact you from there. So it's, it's, it's a challenge. I'll say that, but like people need to understand that, like, it's kind of a, it's a whole ecosystem when you're marketing. It's not just like, Hey, this is clean cut and dry. Like it either came from my website or it came from this, or it came from the display ad. People might see your display ads forever and never click on them, but it doesn't mean it's not effective or impacting. Right. Yeah. I go to um, my kids' baseball games and it's funny. I'll walk up with my shirt on and uh, you know, early in the season, people will be like, Oh, you work for Aaron overhead doors. And, I'm like, well, actually, you know, I'm the owner and they're like, oh my God, I see you guys everywhere. And, <laughs> and we're really not right. Like we're a pretty small company. We're not huge. Uh, but, but I give the perception that we're everywhere because I'm in Facebook, I'm in Instagram, I'm on Twitter, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, direct mail, I'm billboards, I'm trucks in the area, they're branded. So like people, people think we're huge and we're really yeah. not, you know? And so, um, it's a, it's a nice to hear that though. I, I used to get it all the time when I was at the ballpark. And, uh, and I think it's important when, when you're doing, uh, let's talk about like being super relevant or personal. What are other than kind of what I pointed out, some things that we've done in the past, what are some things that you've thought of, or you've seen people do that's super relevant or super personal that gets people to take action? Um, one of the real quick before you answer that uh one of the ads that we've written up that we haven't sent out yet is uh we got a picture that we can change of the door that we install and then there's like a lady off to the side and she's kind of like like this and then we have like a little bubble and it says oh my god becky look at that door and um, <laughs> and so we're thinking about sending that out um, in, and so, uh, that's something that we're interested in testing and seeing if that works. It's a little edgy, you know, like, and we're sending it to some high end places, but I think it'll catch some people's attention and the people that get it right from, 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 from the, the, the song and stuff, yeah. uh, will probably chuckle and be like, oh, that's kind of funny. You know, it's whatever. But if you think of stuff like that, I think it really pops and you make it relevant, um, what are some other ideas or things that you've seen that work really well? Yeah, I, I, I love that. Uh, you got to stand out, right? Like you can't be like everyone else and expect to, to get a lot of attention. Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, 
Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer USA.com. That's S O M M E R USA.com or contact their Charlotte office at 877 766 6607. Bifolding overhead doors are simply cool. Therefore, if you install one, you too are cool. All kidding aside, Swice makes the best bifold door on the market. So when you have an opportunity to sell a bifold, check them out first. As a matter of fact, Bifold security doors are hot right now. If you check out their website, Bifold.com, you can see hundreds of ideas on how businesses are using Bifold doors. They have tons of photos on their website. They've supplied doors, Bifold doors, for restaurants, basketball stadiums like Golden One Center in Sacramento, retail stores, and even spectacular homes. These doors are a game changer and a statement piece. If you want a project that will draw attention, sell Schweiss door. Tell them Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast sent you. Visit bifold.com. That's B-I-F-O-L-D.com. Some other things make a picture. Like if you're in a, a tract of homes that are all built around the same time, and like maybe all of them m- may need some type of replacement or they're all like, you know, a certain age, take a picture of that, put it on the card and say, like, does your garage door look like this? Yeah. Right. Then, then you need us or, yep. you know, we've been, we've been replacing a lot of these. We can help something like that. Right. Like creative copy to say, like personalizing it again, to be like, holy crap, that is my garage door. Like what, yeah. what's wrong with it? Like, what do I need to think about? Um, something similar to what you did is we had a Christmas light company recently uh, do a card that says like, we light shit up. And it's like, you know, the eye in, sh- in shit was like a, uh, I'm sorry. I hope I'm okay to say no, that. You're good. Uh, was a Christmas light. And then they have like the Santa Claus that looks like Rambo. And like, he's got a, a whole clip of like, you know, uh, Christmas lights. So he's like shooting Christmas lights. And in the back, there's like a really beautiful home. That's like all lit up with Christmas lights. And I'm like, yeah, it might offend a few people, but like, yeah. there's going to be people that like stop and look at it and say, wow, that like, that's cool. That's holy crap. Look at this card. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, you gotta do find something to, to stand out. Yeah. I almost feel like someone once told me I used to be in the automotive industry and, um, I, I somehow got with, uh, somebody who worked for Ford and, uh, we were talking about the designs of vehicles and I don't know like how much this guy knew, but he was worked for the corporate office. And we were kind of picking his brain on stuff. And he said, you know, we don't actually design vehicles for the masses. He said, you know, honestly, we, we, we like when people hate it and we like when people love it, but if everybody likes it, it usually doesn't sell well. So he said, when we do focus groups and stuff like that, we, we, we are looking for people to actually hate it. Like, oh my God, that's so ugly. And then the other group be like, oh my God, that's so beautiful, right? Um, And he said, the more people you have in the middle, the less successful the design is. And so I think about that when I think about what we're talking about. And, you know, it's a little bit risky 
and you know you cross the barrier a little bit of like wondering if you're not being professional and if you're catering right. to a high-end clientele are they cool with this and and i don't know yet right like and that's something maybe we could test and you could ask that guy like you know how did that do but um i i really like the idea of making something that people love and then maybe people hate because if it's in the middle you're probably just blending in with everything else right yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, I think that that's really, really wise and super interesting about Ford uh, because, yeah, if people just like it. They're not going to spend 30 grand on it. Right? right. But like if they love it, they will. And you only need a certain subset to be really loyal, to be successful. I mean, just look at our politics today. Right. Like no one's in the middle anymore. It's like you got to be an extreme to get a following. So right. it's uh, so it's I want to talk a little bit about your back end. Um, not your back end, but send Jim back in just to be clear. Don't want to hear about my back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and definitely not my my listeners most likely. So, um, we uh, when you log in, um, this is a really cool. Sorry, I got the phone here. We've got a we've got a. Uh, just hang up on them. Anyway, so when you log in, you see you've got um, like the option to create a campaign. You can send gifts, you can send cards, you got pre-made cards. One thing I would like to see, here's here's my plug, here's my want, yeah. right? I would love to see some garage door templates in there. I know you've got like HVAC and electrical and stuff like that, um, but I would love to see some garage door designs just make it easier for us. Um, but, uh, you know, you guys, done, man. you guys have a bunch of templates, you guys have a bunch of stuff. Like, I, I would, you know... I'd love to talk a little bit about the capabilities you log in. What are some of the things you can do? And then um, like how quick does it take to just send something to somebody? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'd love to talk about it. And on the garage door templates, uh, we'll get those in there in a couple of weeks. So if your listeners are looking for that, they'll be in there. We'll add that. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so there's two things we do for customer acquisition. One is a tool called radius bomb. It's essentially a Google map. So Google maps is, shows up in our product. You can draw any shape you want on the map and say, I want to hit this area. And it could be like a crazy, you know, weird shape. You could just draw that on there and then we'll pull up. Hey, there's 500 addresses in this area. Then you can we have the ability to just click on and off if you want commercial or residential or both. Uh, you can eliminate multi-unit addresses. So if you're not interested in apartments, you can eliminate that. Um, and then you basically say, yep, this is the list I want. I'm going to send them something. We're going to say, what do you want to send? And then we can send them a sequence that you set up. That sequence can be comprised of postcards, handwritten cards, uh, gifts, uh, email, voicemail, all those things. For customer acquisition, really, it's going to, you're going to stick to the postcard. But um, the second tool we've got for customer acquisition is something we call neighbor mailing. Uh, what this will allow you to do is when your customer... Uh, when you have a customer and you want to mail to their neighbors, you can just go in there and say, Hey, I want to mail to these, uh, I had these 10 customers this week and I want to mail to all their neighbors. And we'll say, okay, how many neighbors do you want us to market to? And you might say, Hey, choose the five closest neighbors for each of these. So if you had 10 customers, we're going to choose the five closest geo, you know, geolocated neighbors. That's a total of 50, 50 houses that we'll market to based on your customer data. And the, the powerful thing with that is like, there's a really good chance that if someone in a neighborhood bought your service, 
that they're your target demographic, meaning that per, their neighbors are the same income level, they have the same age and type of house, um, you know, that type of thing really increases your chances at being successful. And, and what's good about our product, unlike some of these mass mailing systems is like uh, Ryan was saying, like, you don't have to send to apartments, you don't have to send to commercial, like we really focus uh, on the customers you want, as opposed to just hitting addresses. That's great. Um, and so I, I, I have to admit to you guys, uh, when I, when I, I found out about Sim Jim on, uh, Facebook and I immediately went on and watched this crazy video of this dude on here. Who's got a lot of personality. <laughs> um, and, uh, but very intriguing, keeps you captive. Um, just delivered a really good message and, you know, I believe in direct mail, but it has to be done the right way. And, you know, in order to just do it, though, um, you got to make it simple. We're busy. We're running around. And I think Sin Jim does a good job of that. And and I'll be honest with you, I haven't utilized it as much as I'd want. Uh, but I'm looking here and you guys have integration with Zapier, Zapier, whatever. Yeah. I get in arguments with people over that. Um and so I'm with Service Titan, but it looks like you have uh, integrations with Jobber, uh, Service Autopilot, Service Monster, Response Bid, Nice Job. Um, so a bunch of different products that you guys integrate with. Tell us a little bit about the integrations and how they work. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yes, I can and use it with Zapier with Service Titan as well. Yeah, we have a lot of service Titan customers. Uh, and to go back to your how how long does it take? So once you get your template set up, I mean, sending to 500 homes can literally be done in you know 40 seconds. Uh, so it, it's really easy once it's set up. And then going a step further is this integration, right? So if you're integrated through one of those products, the awesome thing is is you can have it say, when I add a new customer. I want to automatically enter in them into this thank you, what we'll call a thank you follow-up sequence. And that would include like maybe a ringless voicemail. So it's saying, hey, this is Ryan with uh, ABC Garage Doors. I just want to say thanks for uh, letting us come out the other day. I really appreciate your business. If there's anything you can we can do or you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, again, thanks so much. Right. And then maybe a year from now, you're automatically going to mail them a, a postcard or send them another voicemail or send them a handwritten card saying, hey, it's been a year since we installed your garage door. Um, I just want to say thank you again. And it's about time to get it serviced. So just give us a call whenever you're ready. Right. And so you're automatically building them the, into this drip campaign. Yeah. So you can do that automatically without doing anything just by when you add a customer to your CRM. Now you can go a step further and say, also, when I add that customer to the CRM, I want, to email, I want to enter their five neighbors or 10 neighbors or whatever number you want into a five postcard marketing sequence over five months, right? And I'm just making stuff up here, but you can say whatever, you can customize the length, the, the amount of time between everything about it. Um, but all of that would happen automatically in the background. You don't have to do anything. That is awesome. And it's just a matter of getting it all set up. And, and I think uh, that's, with everything, like what you put in it, you're going to get out of it. And so, uh, once you sign up, you get everything set up properly and it's just a matter of logging in, sending a campaign, or you can set it up to be automatic with Zapier or if you're with jobber or whatever. Um, I've actually got jobber coming on the show, um, January 
first first or second week of January, we're interviewing. We've interviewed Service Titan already and um, House Call Pro. We got Jobber and uh, so. Um, very interesting about the integration. I like that. That makes it nice and neat and clean. I think it'd be really cool and probably very affordable. What's really unique about your product is I could send one thing where most like direct mail companies have a minimum like ship, right? So right. you got to send a minimum of, you know, a hundred pieces or 500 pieces. Um, I told you earlier, we did a, uh, we did a thing for Julio Jones. We did five doors for him. And uh, I sent them a box of, of brownies, you know, yeah. um, and, and you guys have, it's not just cards, right? Like I can send brownies to a customer. And, and when we signed on with you guys, hopefully I, I'm not um, like causing you trouble here, but you guys <laughs> sent me a sample box of the brownies. I don't know if it was cause I talked to somebody or what. Um, and uh, I opened those up and those didn't last very long. They're actually pretty good, but I was, I was interested in testing those. And just kind of seeing, you know, do they just stuff some brown bricks in here or do they actually <laughs> use some good brownies? Um, so I was impressed, but we do a lot of high-end garage doors. And so, you know, we get high-end customers and, and I, you know, I want to send them something and let them know that I appreciate them. And so sending a little gift like that is really nice. And it, it kind of separates me from even some of the other contractors they've used, uh, not just yeah. garage door companies. And so... Um, it's really nice. And if they get that and they got the request to leave a review, you know, maybe those brownies push them over the edge and they go online and leave me a good review, you know? Um, exactly. So, and then you had mentioned um, you had another product uh, that you wanted to talk about. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And and I'd also love, uh, Ryan, if we could maybe even get your account set up and we could screen share and maybe get on your YouTube channel and show people what Syngym looks like, if that would interest your listeners. Yeah, I'm open to that. Um, um, also, yeah. So we've got a brand new product. It's about a year old. Uh, it's called Automate Motivate. You can find it at automatemotivate.com. And that product um, is all about uh, employee engagement and like gamifying the workplace. So how do we make employees like want to be at work and, and like want to do the things that add value to your business? Like, does this sound familiar to any of your listeners? Like I constantly remind my guys to do this. Like I constantly remind them to put up yard signs, always asking for them to do the, the door hangers or ask for reviews or my guys never do this. Or I, all I do is like, recruit people and then they turn over and they suck. And like, if that is you, like you need to check out this product, it turns your, uh, your you know employees into us. rocks. You know, that's that? every, you know, that's every single person that's listening. It is. And that's yeah. why we developed the product. Cause like through Syngin, we got to talk to thousands of small businesses and we realized like marketing is, is one of the biggest problems or challenges. The second is employee management. And we said, if we can solve these problems that they're having, like that's massive. And so like we help turn your, you know, mediocre players either into rock stars or we, you know, push them out. And then we find, you know, the players that fit into your culture. We create a really cool culture. There's friendly competition involved. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in something like that, uh, I'd love for you to go check it out. And, you know, we could talk more at another time about that. But yeah, it's I just want to make people aware of it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. And funny that you brought this up because when I worked at the software company, um, I was in charge of like company culture sales. Um, and one of the things that I did, uh, I got to do a lot of cool things, uh, flew out to Zappos and spent some time out there oh, cool. um, and learned about their culture. I got to hang out with uh, uh, 
what's his name? Um, he just passed. Um, CEO Zappo CEO Tony Hesh. Um, he, yeah, I got to hang out with those guys out there, and uh, they taught me so much about culture and mindset. It was incredible. Like that dude. What an amazing human being. It's really sad that he passed away recently, um, but and he was freaking young too. Um, but when I got back from that, we uh, ended up coming across um, something similar to what you're talking about, gamification. And so we started implementing gamification into our, uh, into our company. Um, and then we started looking at it here for Aaron Overhead Doors probably about mm, eight months ago. And uh, looked at a bunch of different software. I had no clue. I haven't seen this. Um, this is very interesting. So we uh, we set up a um, like a free trial with Arcade. Are you familiar with Arcade? I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, really nice platform. I like it. Uh, pretty good support. But um, I may bring you on because actually one of my shows that we have scheduled for the podcast is on gamification. So funny that you it. brought that up. So, um, I would love it. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm. I'm big on company culture, finding ways to attract talent and keep talent, and then motivate them to do what we need them to do. And so, uh, I feel like here podcast schedule. Sorry, my Trello board's a little slow. <laughs> yeah, I would love to participate in that. That's like my true passion. Um, and it's just, we started using this product in our own business. So we're going to eat our own dog food here. Right. Yeah. And, uh, like I, I, I was a believer, but then like when I saw it, I was like shocked Yeah. and my employees, uh, love it. I'm actually just today, I'm going to get to give an Apple, a six series Apple watch to one of our employees. And you think, man, that's expensive. Like I can't afford to give that away. But in reality, it means she's created more oh, yeah. than that in value in our business. Right. So like she's got this employee's gone above and beyond to create so much value in our business that me giving her a watch just means like, this is awesome for both of us. And so how do we align goals, create win-win situations, make our employees want to be here, differentiate ourselves. Like what's making them work at your overhead door company versus the other person's. Right. Well, probably not much. So like, how do we be the place to work? Right. So you get it. I'd love to come talk about it, but yeah, 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 I'm passionate. So week 19, I do 20 week series. Um, you know, we've rolled out to week two already and week three goes out next week. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I've got you lined up for week 14. So week 19 is gamification. I was going to talk a little bit about that. Maybe we'll have you on. Um, I was going to reach out to arcade and see if they wanted to come on, but, uh, I'd rather probably keep it in the family, you know, your service provider. So, um, I might just do that. So we'll keep in touch on that. Anything you want to add as far as, uh, like direct mail, send Jim, um, you know, how do people find you? Anything? Yeah. Like that? So, uh, you can go to send Jim. That's S E N D. Like you're sending something J I M, uh, dot I O. If you're interested, you can reach out on our quick chat there. If you have any questions at all, we'll respond within a few minutes. Um, happy to do a personal demo with you. If you guys want to just see the product in person, ask questions, learn more. Um, we're a small business still. 
we all came from uh, home service businesses. So we, we know, understand and love you guys and we're here to help. So, you know, even if you don't use our product and you have questions about direct mail, uh, we'd love to answer them. So thanks for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate your time. And guys, if you have any questions about this, reach out to me as well. Um, I've played around with the back end. I've sent a few things, not used it as much as I'd like, but I have committed to 2021. I'm going to do a better job. I know it's going to be good for my business and uh, I'm going to get with you, Daniel, and uh, make sure I've got everything set up properly and get some templates in there. And uh, we'll start cranking these up. I really like to set up huge on drip campaigns. Uh, we have a couple set up here and they're so valuable. Like, you know, we, we do outbound phone calls, but it's really nice when you can just automate emails um, to go out. So like, when we do a quote, they get an automatic email from me the next day. This is, you yeah. know, hey, you know, thanks as the owner of a small local business, we depend on, you know, people like you to help support us, you know, like it, it's, it's the feel good message. Um, and then, you know, after they buy from us, there's one that goes out and then, um, you know, they get one annually and then there's certain triggers. Like if they bought a door, but not a motor, we'll send some out on motors eventually. If they did a repair, we'll send some out for new doors eventually. And so it's, uh, you know, setting those triggers and having those emails automatically go out. So you're talking about like a salesperson that you're not even yeah. paying for. And exactly. uh, if you can do that with direct mail and email, I think it'll be huge. So um, big bonus for your business. If you can get this locked in and be effective with it. And um, I've had great experience with, with these guys here, Sin Jim. And so I want to recommend everybody uh, check them out. And do you guys have like a free trial or anything on your website? We do. We have a 14 day free trial and, uh, that includes free. a free onboarding and strategy call. So when you do that, we're going to ask you to, to book an onboarding with us. You'll get one hour with uh, either me or one of my teammates. And we're going to talk about your business, specifically how you want to use the product, what we think would be get you the biggest ROI. Uh, and then we're going to help you get it set up. So like, there's nothing to worry about like, Hey, I'm not great at technology. I, I don't do good at th things like this. Like don't let that stop you. Like we're, we'll help you get past that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the show and spending time with us. Um, not only real quick, uh, you guys send out some pretty informative, like, uh, email newsletters and stuff as well. Um, and I've seen, I think you guys were involved in the house call pro like, uh, summit that they did or the yes. home service summit. That was freaking jam up. What a wonderful job they did with that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm just impressed. You guys do a good job and, uh, appreciate your time that you came on here again. If anybody needs them, it's sinjim.io, right? That's correct. And then if you have any questions, uh, you can reach out to me. I'll be happy to answer them. And, um, they've got the 14 day free trial. So get in there and fill it out, see what it's like. Uh, looks like it's full disclosure. Got some good pricing stuff. Um, so, uh, nothing to hide, take your time, figure it out, see if it's for you. And uh, let me know how you like it if you do sign up. Thank you, Daniel, for coming on the show. And I'll be in touch for two reasons. One, to set up my account um, all the way fully. And then also to talk to you about the uh, gamification episode. That sounds great. Thanks so much, Ryan. Have all a great right, day, man. You too. Take care.